Hi, I'm Siggy, born and raised in St. Catharines, Ontario, and now living in the nation's capital of Ottawa. And I'm Jesse, born in Manila, Philippines, raised in Toronto, Canada, and schooled all over southwestern Ontario. You're listening to the Halo Halo podcast, a delicious mix of pop culture and the Filipino-Canadian life. Before we start our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the lands we're podcasting on. I'm podcasting from the traditional lands of the Huron-Wendat, the Seneca, and most recently the Mississaugas of the Credit River. And I'm podcasting from the traditional unceded territory of the Algonquin and Anishinaabeg people. Welcome to our Taste Test episode, where we sample something fresh from the pop culture buffet, and then we'll tell you what we think. But before we even tell you what we're taste testing this week, I would like to say we are recording this on the eve of Kuya Jez's birthday. Happy birthday, my friends. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I know you're crazy busy, but I hope you have a wonderful birthday and you're surrounded by those you love, or you'll be surrounded by a big Zoom with people celebrating you. Probably that. (laughs) And uh, thanks for kicking off the celebrations with me so yeah absolutely on this episode of our taste test we sample the happiest season streaming currently on hulu uh and available on other major platforms sigs let's get right to it like (laughs) i know that we both took it in so what did it taste like for you and i'll tell you what it tasted like for me i would compare it to poutine (laughs) yes tell me more it's funny because, you know, the background on this, and I know those who are listening, especially my wife Emily, is laughing on this. I like all the elements. Gravy, fries, cheese curds. Normally, I'm shocking my wife. It isn't my favorite fast food indulgence. This movie has all those elements and the warmth. And I think I chose the poutine because I'm on the fence with Kristen Stewart. Why is that? Like, I know you have a love-hate relationship with Kristen Stewart, but tell us why. And I think it's because they're trying to make her palatable. And within this movie, and I know our conversation will continue or whatever, she grew on me where I was just like, you're trying to get that authentic because she always looks like she's being dragged in to act in this. And yes. I know from a fact she did want to be part of this movie and Clea DeVault, like she's very good friends with the director and the team. So I'm trying to be like, it's like poutine. It's like like routine. You got to work through it, right? You got to work through it. I'm enjoying it, though. I love all those elements. Yes. Now, on the flip side, what did you think it tasted like? It totally tasted like a Starbucks caramel brulee latte paired with a snowman cookie. You know, it's funny. I had that version of that today. And <laughs> that is really? damn tasty. I had that, a latte with a lovely, yummy snowman cookie. And uh, you tell me why you use that food analogy. You know, before... My ketofied diet, it, you know, I would have a caramel <laughs> brulee latte quite often when the season would occur, right? And so very familiar, very festive. What was very familiar is the story, the caramel brulee latte festive, just because of the scene in the background, like just like mm-hmm. some Norman Rockwellian kind of modern day yes. ideas is what I thought. I also thought it was frothy and fun, you know, just like this latte and sweet and syrupy. And yet there was sometimes the crunchiness too, like some crunchy comedy along the way. And you know how on a caramel brulee latte, they have those kind of caramel chips on them and stuff yeah. like that. So there was just some crunchy parts that I also very much enjoyed. And I I enjoyed Kristen Stewart, right? Like I actually thought she did a, maybe it's not a far, far stretch for her because she always looks like she's like being imposed upon to act. <laughs> um, but she did look like a fish out of water, which I think is what this character was supposed to be right. all about. Like just feeling mm-hmm. out of place. Place in this kind of Norman Rockwellian country club 
background where Christmas was occurring. So let me ask you, Sigs, was it worth the pop culture calories, despite K-Stew being in the middle of all of this for you? Hey, let's be honest or whatever. It's the holiday season. You put your eating pants on. You're good to go. <laughs> I love this holiday movie. Like yes. the warm gravy, the holiday season elements, the cheese curds, the long list of comedy stars, which I'll talk about later in this movie. The fries. I like the rom-coms. I like the family comedies. A different take on a family movie. Yes, was yes, it worth yes. the calories for you? Were you okay with getting off keto for this? Of course. Endearing <laughs> and smart. And I thought it was a smart recasting of what I would say are familiar archetypes or characters. Right. And to me, like the reason why it's always worth it is, is because it hits on some of my favorite themes in storytelling, which are family, love, yeah. and both of those things happening during the Christmas season. And so although everything's wrapped up in a bow, like I know what I'm getting myself into. You know, I want that familiar story where everything kind of works out in the end. And I know that I'm not ruining anything for anybody. And it's not no. like a telegraph, but yeah, like you know, happy to have indulged in all of this. It was worth every pop culture calorie that I spent on it. So. <laughs> what did it remind you in the pop culture buff? <laughs> uh, what it reminded me of was actually Love, Simon Meets the Holidays. And I think mm-hmm. particularly because like that also was in a very suburban, picture-perfect atmosphere. But right. it also had a very similar pacing and rhythm. It oh. wasn't overly rushed. There was a very steady rhythm that was occurring and it had the same pace. The other thing that I liked was there was this kind of dynamic of sneaking around as well, Mm -hmm. you know, under one roof. And it also reminded me of like love, valor, and compassion, as well as call me by your name. There is this idea of furtiveness, secrecy that was kind of occurring. So I thought, hmm, that's interesting. Like pairing up the festive with the furtive, like you don't see that kind of combination of themes too often. But the last time that I've seen kind of like these furtive ideas were those two other movies. What about for you, Sigs? What did it remind you of in the pop culture I felt like Family Stone meets Who's Coming to Dinner Mm. meets a little bit of Just Friends Light in a Hallmark waspy wonderland. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, it was like elevated. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, yeah, totally that. You can kind of see those three things kind of coming together. What Mm. did you appreciate about this movie? First two minutes, the cast. Yeah. You give me my girl Michelle Buteau in the first two minutes of a movie, yes, yes, I'm yes. in. I was like, Michelle, yeah. she's in this movie. Yeah. And then Allison Brie, Aubrey Plaza, Dan Levy, Mary Steenberg, and Lauren Lapkus, Jake McDormand, Mary Holland, who was also the writer who played Jane the sister, was the MVP. Like, totally. It was just... She totally stole the show for me. Exactly. And I'm going to chime in because I know you're going to talk about Mary Steenberg. And I think the other like star, as Vulture.com said, was the iPad. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. Like I, that's who I thought also kind of stole my heart stole too. Show. Right? Was that she was excellent as the mother? Like I yeah. just totally loved her and totally loved her being the social media manager throughout all of this. And I think you know, and I loved how they kind of tied up all of her social media managing at the end where you kind of see a feed of her her Instagram profile and stuff like that. It was just kind of, it was so endearing, so smart. Just loved her, loved her, loved her, you know? And so Mm -hmm. (laughs) I, you know, I hope I'm not spoiling anything, but I just love it when she finally says at the end, you know, I've always wanted to take karate. And I was just like, (laughs) she said it that way. She totally said it that way. Her total delivery, her total delivery was just fantastic. What else did you like about it? Yeah, I also appreciated Kristen Stewart's performance. I know I kind of called it like a fish out of water, you know, and I, I think 
there was something great about her awkwardness around the holidays and really just kind of trying to embrace it despite it feeling uncomfortable. And I appreciated that. I thought it was such a great nuanced acting performance altogether. I, I think it wasn't a stretch for her. No. Right? Yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah, a stretch yeah. for her. I, I mean, think like, that's why it worked. It worked. It worked. It Oscar worthy. Like, was it a stretch for her? No. No, 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 no. no. But absolutely still love the performance nonetheless, right? So. I, I'm going to have to agree with you. Like, I think that's why I was like, okay, I'm going to give Kristen Stewart, like, a pass on this. Because, I mean, she was offset, right? Like, the side stories with the Aubrey Plaza character, Riley, right. was really great. And, right. God, Aubrey Plaza is just so beautiful. Yeah, totally beautiful. In this movie. Yeah. Like she, and, and Kristen Stewart, even though I dog her, I think she's absolutely gorgeous. Like, I, like I the eyes and all that stuff. I just hair. Like, I know a dime-sized amount of, like, leave-in conditioner can save her. But that's the style. <laughs> Maybe we're old. Maybe I think we're we are old. old. We must be old, right? <laughs> so would you sample this again? Hell yeah. I think we talked about it previously in our Christmas episode. I'd watch it again during the holidays and pair it up with our family stone, our love mm. actually, happiest season. What do you think? Oh, totally. Certainly, certainly, certainly. Right. At least one more time before the new year is what I would say. I agree. Now, who would you recommend this to? Hey, listeners, if you like the movies that Jez and I mentioned in like the full episode this week, you're going to love Happiest Season. What about you? Who do you recommend it to? I would say anyone that needs a break from the Hallmark Christmas movies or ah. a, a break from the Countdown to Christmas. And listeners, as you know, if you've been a follower since season one that we talk about Hallmark Christmas movies and really break down the fact that, you know, there's a certain cheese factor to it that you can't help but end up being overcome and, and feel endeared by. But sometimes you just want to break from that countdown to Christmas, like how many different versions of the same Hallmark Channel movie can you watch? <laughs> this is just a refreshing take on it. And the other set of individuals that I would probably recommend this to is anyone looking to add a new Christmas classic to their lineup. So if you've got a vacancy in your Christmas classic lineup, this is probably one to test out. So I totally agree. And folks, hey, I mean, it's a good excuse. This episode drops like late December. You got something to watch. And I think also, yeah, check it out. I think Amazon Prime even picked it up as of December 10th. So enjoy this movie. And if you guys have any other suggestions for any Christmas movies we should be taste testing or anything in the future, email us at holohollopopculture at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter, our handles at holohollopop, and we're on Insta at holohollopopculture. And make sure, if you listen to our episodes and you want to give us a rating and a review, we'll give you a shout out. You can find Holohollow Podcast on all, social, on all podcast platforms. Finally, we receive editorial feedback from Mary Beth Badian. Our musical theme is by Chelt Ringen. We'll see all of you guys again soon. In the new year. And Malagayang Pasco. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. And Malagayang Karawan Kuya. Happy birthday. Thanks, thanks, Pare.